everyone, and welcome back to Kenna's Corner. So this episode is kind of exciting. I had my grandparents join the episode, so it's pre-recorded. We did a little Zoom call earlier today, and I asked them a few questions, so I'm going to edit their answers into this podcast, so definitely listen to the end, because they had some good stuff. Very fun to talk to them about how dating has evolved through time. So they were dating around the 60s-ish, and so I asked them some questions about kind of what dating was like for them back then, how they did it, the process of courtship, and then they get some really good advice at the end about just like advice for us college students that are in this dating stage about how we can build good relationships, good healthy relationships. And my grandparents' relationship is, to me, definitely something I want to have one day. They're best friends, and they're about to have their, ooh, I don't want to say the wrong number. They've been married a long time, (laughs) but I don't want to say the wrong number in case it's offensive. So I'll go ahead and uh, just have it go right into our little interview with them. Please enjoy, and let me know if you have any other things you want to hear about on Kenna's Corner. Yeah, what was your first date? So the first date was, um, we had some friends. Actually, it was our my young men's leader. Uh, he had bought a new car in St. Louis, and we lived down in southern Illinois, And for some reason, he asked me to ride with him and his wife up to pick up the new car and then drive his old car back. So I asked him, well, how about if I, since you're taking your wife, why don't I bring a date along? (laughs) He said, okay. So I called her and I asked her if she would like to ride with me to St. Louis and Uh, told her the circumstance and she said yeah that'd be great and so really that was our first day but it started snowing really bad on the way home Mm -hmm. and I kept asking her this was we were riding in a great big station wagon one of those big things that used to be around you know (laughs) yeah and being that this was our first date she was setting you know well, let me explain the seats in old cars. The front seat was not, uh, it was a big bench seat. It wasn't individual seats. So okay. it was a big old bench seat. Okay. So it was common for the girl to slide over and sit right next to the guy. Mm-hmm. So she was sitting way over against the window, way over, <laughs> big old wide car. And I kept asking her, um, well, I don't think I can hear you very well. Could you <laughs> come a little closer so I could, we could talk better. So smooth. You kept saying, well, I don't want to bother you, you know, while you're driving. It's snowing. I don't want to bother you. You won't bother me. I'll still drive. Just So for a long, long way, uh, that was the case. And so finally, we got back to Southern Illinois, Ducoin, Illinois, and she finally slid over and sat by me. (laughs) Okay, in my opinion, I didn't need to slide over on the first date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I sit right next to him. In the middle of a heavy snowstorm, it was making me very nervous. <laughs> yeah. I see slick roads. So <laughs> anyway, it's not like I didn't know him. We, right. We, we knew each other and everything. But anyway, it was uh, interesting. It was fun because we got to talk for a couple long hours. It was a good, good date. No interruptions. It wasn't anyone around us. We just had a nice conversation in the car. So, that is fun. Yeah. But I might add that that on the way, well, after we picked her up uh, on our way up to St. Louis, <clears throat> our friend wanted to go by a farmer's house and look at some dog that they were interested in maybe getting. And so it was down a country road, very, very snowy, very slick. We made it to the house okay. And coming back from the house, he slid off the road into a ditch in the snow. And so we had to try to push our way out of that ditch for quite a while. And I think that's probably one of the reasons she got that's, a little concerned. <laughs> that's my reason for like, okay, yeah. I don't want to be in a ditch. Anyway. Like, yeah, I'd rather not <laughs> slide into a ditch on my first date with you. So <laughs> the work oh, out. How old were you guys when you went on your first date? I was 18. You're 17. I was a senior and he was pretty graduated, right? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. so you're a year older than grandma. Okay. Right. Okay. That's funny kind of picturing the station wagon too, because that is different than now. I mean, yeah. there's some cars that might have that middle seat. You can turn the little middle console into a seat, but. It's not very common to, yeah, like scoot way over. Yeah. <laughs> you got those seats, you could put a whole big family up in there if you wanted to. Is so. everyone in? Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. All right. Um, what's another question? So what was a common way to ask someone on a date? Because it's it's big now to just send a text to be like, hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat, right? But you didn't have texting back then. <laughs> Right, we barely had phones. Yeah. <laughs> well, in fact, we we did have. Uh, well, maybe then we had actually rotary phones okay. where we could dial. Mm -hmm. um, but so anyway, it was generally because we, you know, we went to church together. We would kind of set something up, you know, at church um, on Sunday. You know, do you want to go out next Friday and? do something you know okay <clears throat> so it's face to face or you I know do remember was, him calling me on the yeah. phone too to ask me out yeah so. quite often it was a phone call you know and just you know like the day of the planned date you know you're still okay to go out and you know but it was always um you know personal contact yeah it was usually you got asked earlier in the week for the weekend mm -hmm. so you could plan and it wasn't the last minute you knew you're going to have a date mm -hmm. and you're going to be together because you weren't you weren't seeing each other every day and we weren't uh, uh, didn't texting. Have that easy texting to yeah. so was it harder to say no if you weren't interested in going on a date because it is that in-person contact or are we just not as good at communicating nowadays? <laughs> Which is probably true. 
because the girl had was the one that would say no mm -hmm. i would usually do the asking yeah probably just as hard back then as it is now no matter how you do it you felt uncomfortable you didn't want to hurt people's feelings yeah um <clears throat> but a, a lot of times it was i do know it was, sometimes people would let the other person know you're interested you might have a friend that would do that so before they ask you they kind of have an idea comfortable okay as, as uncomfortable mm -hmm. i don't think i ever had anyone ask me that i just really didn't want to really didn't want to go out with i had them that i went out with and i wished i hadn't gone out with them because it was like <laughs> oh not fun <laughs> yeah. they liked me and i didn't like them so. yeah well, i'll have to give you my twist on that yeah <laughs> Um, so I think it was probably our second date. Mm -hmm. It was our first, just she and I date. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went to pick her up, <clears throat> picked her up and <clears throat> we were, that story. we were driving, <laughs> driving, you uh, cannot, you cannot share this. <laughs> you can't. No. Yes, this is awesome. <laughs> no. So we, we just drove down to the corner from her house kind of the main intersection of that little town she grew up in or was in. And um, so there were some guys that were standing there on the corner and all of a sudden she hit the floor, <laughs> out of the seat onto the floor. And it's like, what is going on? So I pulled away from the that intersection then she got back up in her seat and so the reason i tell that is because she said that she never really turned down a guy that she thought she you know the guys had asked her she wanted to go out with them so one of those guys had asked her out for that same night oh and she had told them she was busy no i <laughs> i forgot what i said I think I just said, well, maybe I said I was busy, but I can't remember what it was now, but anyway, it was like, I'm thinking I couldn't ask him to go a different direction, knowing there might be kids, because that was a common thing, kids, we didn't have much to do in our town, mm -hmm. might be people there, so when I saw him, I was like, oh, <laughs> not good, and I, because I knew he was going to call me, I knew he was perhaps going to ask me out. That's what I'm saying. A friend, you know, lets you know those things. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was anxious for him to call me. So he did. But anyway, I thought, what am I going to do? I can't just sit up in the seat. So slid down. I don't recommend that. that was not, not my, my best moment, especially on the first date. Like very impressive. <laughs> I've had moments like that too, though, where you're like, oh, I know this person's going to ask me out, but he hasn't yet. So should I say no to this other person? You know? I just didn't, yeah. I said I had something else to do. Well, I did. You know, but I, I just didn't want him to exactly <laughs> see what I was doing. <laughs> what that other thing was. Some other guy. So did you tell grandpa that? Yeah, I told him. Okay. And you were okay with it. Like, I better <laughs> snatch her up because she's got <laughs> the boys lined up. And other guys here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was thinking. <laughs> he's like, 
Wow, I've never had a girl slide down in her seat. I've never, she's never <laughs> had that experience. <laughs> it's like when you have to go into big explanations on your first day, that's it's not, I'm lucky I had a second day. Yeah, worked out. That's funny. Okay, so a normal day, it was usually in person, you'd ask them or over the phone, but with prom or homecoming, like school dances, it's really big, at least now, to do what they call a promposal where there's like a big poster and or some kind of extravagant thing that you do to ask someone to dance so did you do that kind of stuff back then too and did you ever do that personally if so nobody ever did that really no it was just the same way as any other date okay uh, if it was somebody you went to school with you know you just talk at school and, mm-hmm. and uh, work that out but we didn't go to the same school. So, uh, you know, we would work that out, you know, during the week or you know, weeks before mm-hmm. by calling or talking at church about it. So did you guys ever go to a dance together? Yeah. We went to my senior prom. Okay. So I wonder when that started, the whole promposal thing, probably recently. Yeah. Do you know your kids, right? Did they? Even with our kids, they didn't do promposals. No. Uh, the, the most, one thing I do remember, like with your mom, she, uh, they had the Sadie Hawkins dance. Mm-hmm. So you, a girl and a guy would pick out matching shirts. Yeah. Wear. Okay. So that's kind of like maybe the only, you know, figuring things out ahead of time. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you just, it was another date. Huh. Yeah. Because now there's, especially the Western states I've learned, like Utah, Idaho, and Arizona, at least, they, the guy will ask the girl with a poster or something, or they drop something off on the doorstep. So there's not even an in-person communication there. It's just like a poster they drop off. And then the girl responds in the same way or similar way, also without any actual contact. So what if it's a no? She. I know that's what I've wondered, but I think, <laughs> I think it's kind of like what you said, grandma, where a friend is usually involved saying like, oh yeah, she would love to go to the dance with you. <laughs> but is that common in, not in your college too? Will I do that? Um, no, not as much a call, at least for me, we don't really have sports, so we don't have an actual homecoming, um, but we, we have a few formal dances, but yeah, it's not as common in college. I actually think it's kind of it sounds really nice for the high school kids and it helps you to get to know what the person's like they put yeah. a little bit into it. Some effort uh, in. yeah. yeah and I think it kind of like breaks ice and you know I, I don't know I kind of like that I always think of the story of when you made that boutonniere for my mom's date it was huge right it was just a joke it was a, <laughs> I think it was a funny flower funny guy and he wouldn't but it was like monstrous <laughs> and he just took it and, he was gonna take it and he's like didn't make any comment like it's been very nice like, okay yeah thank you for this giant boutonniere i have to wear all night and <laughs> yeah, we did everything we could do you know to uh, embarrass our kids <laughs> as you should right <laughs> as we should <laughs> Uh, all right let's see what is the typical process 
for lack of a better term, a courtship. So dating into marriage, what was the typical process for that? Well, I, it's probably similar to now, I would think. Uh, although there was, you know, today, I think one of the things in society is that uh, two people at some point move in together. Yeah. <clears throat> and so in, totally in society, can. you know, let alone uh, church uh, standards, but just in society, that was... Was not a thing. Not something that was, was done. Unacceptable. <clears throat> yeah. It wasn't even if someone did it, it was like you're like, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah it was very, it very, was very, very rare. Very rare and yeah. very uncommon. And uh, so, I would say like, um, because of that, probably engagements, courtships, whatever were probably shorter, maybe. Yeah not really long extended um, courtships, uh, but you still would, you, know, you were getting to know one another, you weren't you know, living with them or anything. Mm -hmm. So probably not really long engagements, at least not what I was aware of. No, it's just usually, you know, a few months, but I guess as far as a sequence, you know, there was just the dating, you know, the casual dating, uh, getting to know each other, and then <clears throat> if there seemed to be, um, you know, maybe a future, mm -hmm. then there would be this what they called going steady, mm -hmm. which meant that you at that point you didn't date other people. Yeah. yeah. That casual dating period, you know, you could often just date other people. Mm -hmm. So when you made that connection, you wanted to go steady. You know, then you were exclusive and you dated only that person. And then as that progressed, you know, then there was uh, like today, you know, there was the proposal mm -hmm. at some point um, and then, you know, the wedding plan. But yeah, it, it just was not common um, to have long, you know, year, years drawn out or even a year perhaps, you know, drawn out in, in that whole process. Yeah. And you also, the kind of typical, which may still be typical today, I don't know, but um, you, the future groom or husband-to-be would uh, go to the parents and usually ask for permission or just say, I'm going to like to ask your daughter to marry me. <clears throat> not really, I don't know what they would do if parents says, well, I'd rather you not do that. <laughs> but, Too bad, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they it was the courtesy to do that. Mm -hmm. It's very nice, and I think um, it was very that was very um, important in the past, but it still was important even in our time. That mm -hmm. Parents were consulted. Yeah, and it was you know <clears throat> what you asked for, what the guy asked the dad for, and it was usually that type of communication the guy would call the dad <clears throat> and ask for his blessing to marry his daughter um, you know and, and really all that meant is he would say that sounds great to me or <laughs> no buzz off or whatever yeah. <laughs> but, but you know in my case you know we were out in Utah and her 
parents and my parents were in Southern Illinois. So I, <clears throat> I had to find a pay phone and because we didn't have phones, mm -hmm. <laughs> cell phones or anything. And so I called him one day and I asked her dad if he would give me, well, I told, told him, you know, I was hoping to ask his daughter to marry me and if he would give me his blessing. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, glad to have him say yes. And so then, you know, that was, that gave me some courage anyway, Yeah. <laughs> you know, to ask her. Yeah. Is that a scary conversation to have? Even though you, you knew her family, you grew up and were friends, but I feel like when it's that formal phone call where you're like, this is a big step, was it kind of scary to? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I still anticipated it and worried about it. <laughs> he, he, he had anticipation, anticipation. He hadn't even asked me yet. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't, wasn't even quite sure how that was going to go. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ask and then. Dad yeah. And that was, that. you know, that was the, uh, amazing. Hopefully it might, might still be the case. I don't know, but you know, that was the thing you asked mm -hmm. the father before mm -hmm. you asked the girl, you know. I think it's a nice courtesy to do that. And you are going to be a part of their family. Yeah. So want them to accept you. Definitely. Okay. Well, let's see if I've got any more questions. Oh, yeah. What advice would you give? college students who are in this dating stage of life which is most of my listeners are are like me just in the dating stages so what advice do you have for us well uh, <clears throat> my advice would be to communicate a lot on your dates and ask all kinds of questions about the other person get to know them you know find out about their likes and dislikes find out about um and, and as you ask these questions listen carefully because that will help you understand how a person might react in a certain circumstance mm -hmm. in fact you know if you can't put yourself in certain circumstances you might talk about you know what if what if you had i'm just throwing something out here mm -hmm. what if you had um, an, an unruly child, how do you think you would handle that? Oh, yeah. Or what if you had <clears throat> maybe a handicapped child? Would you want to have that child knowing ahead of time that it was going to be handicapped? You know, just, you know, those are deep questions deep yeah. conversations but maybe not the first day not the first yeah. day but as you know as you're progressing and as you're getting to know each other and you see that maybe there's a future there and you know you'll want to know what this person's reactions are going to be mm -hmm. when you face life's challenges because that's what's going to come you know the dating time everything is fun and rosy and everybody's trying hard to impress the other but when that marriage happens, life begins, um, you know, you need to talk, learn about how that person might react to certain 
things. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, point is communicate a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't just go to a movie and sit there silently. <laughs> yeah. Talk, never ask questions, and then take the girl home and say goodnight. You yeah. know, you need to you need to put yourself in safe places where you can communicate and yeah. talk and talk a lot. I like that advice because you can have fun doing activities, but if you never really have those deep conversations, it's hard yeah. to really know someone. Correct. So, yeah, that's good advice. How about you, Grandma? Um, I wrote a little something here so I can remember. Um, I think it's important to observe each other when you're in different uh, situations. Um, Or what is the person like when they're with their friends? Are they different than where they interview? If you can visit their families, uh, each other's families, what are they like with their family? Uh, if If he's a rude dude at home, he's gonna be a rude dude husband. Yeah, I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying people can't change, but it, there's a big reflection there on how they are in home, in their home life, because that's where they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you, I think um, seeing how they are with their commitment to callings and the church or commitments to the covenants they've made, you know, are they does that really matter? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you're just dating, but dating can lead to more, you know, and if you don't want to waste your time, that's not the person that you feel comfortable with in that way. And, and also a lot of people, I think, jump into, because you're physically attracted to someone, you might fall into sharing affection too soon. Mm -hmm. And you might take that as, oh, they, we really like each other. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can physically like each other, but what if you don't really know them? Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, I don't know what you think about anything. Yeah. You, we may be okay with each other in that way, but we need to know each other as friends. Mm-hmm. What, are, what do we really have in common? Yeah. Anyway. I like that because I think sometimes you can be really infatuated with someone, but that's different than love, right? Yeah. Love is, is a lot different than that. Easy to get caught up in that because you want someone mm-hmm. to be with. And yeah. But long term, it's going to be, we've been together 50 years this year and we're best friends. Yeah. And we share everything. And he's seen me good, bad, and ugly. And, and I think that that's, that's the thing. You want someone who's, not, I don't want it to be shallow. Yeah. Deep and committed yeah. to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, <clears throat> you may have listeners, <clears throat> a variety of listeners with different uh, beliefs mm-hmm. podcast. So I, I would add that, you know, you need to look for somebody that has similar values and similar beliefs that you have. Yeah, uh, because that can be a source of uh, a riff whenever you're, you know, you're married and you're raising children, and you know if you're not together and that fundamental, you know, big part of uh, life, um, then you know, you'll have different parent 
teaching different things to your children in the future and mm -hmm. you know there can be confusion then with your children which way do i go you know this way or that and and so anyway <clears throat> whatever your belief system is and your values you need to find somebody with like yeah uh, beliefs and values well thanks again everyone for tuning in to Kenneth's corner i'm super excited to continue this podcast um this one's getting out a little late in the day but we are we're hoping to keep this consistent every saturday have a new episode so keep listening we'll keep getting uh more i say we but it's really just me <laughs> i'll keep getting uh more podcasts out hopefully i don't run out of ideas so i'd love some suggestions things you want to hear about things you enjoy in a podcast and again, I am so thankful for all of your support, people that keep listening. You're awesome. Anyways, talk to you guys next Saturday. Bye.